Let us go together before the Lord in prayer. Father, in the name of your son, Jesus, we'll give you all the thanks, all the glory, and all the honor. You deserve it, God. Everything good that happens in our lives, God, we, we bring it back to you, God, and say thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father God, for what you've done for us, the life you've given us, the possessions we have, God, the, the love you've given us, the strength and the courage you've given us. Lord, you take us through some things where we have to open our eyes and see, God. You remove the blindness, God, that blinds us so we can see, God, exactly who we are and who you are. We, we thank you so much for the work you do on us. Lord Jesus, you're so faithful. You're so loving and kind. You never forsake us. You never leave us. You're always there in a seat, God. So the Father can see the good of us and bless us and guide us. We thank you for all that we have, Father God. We th thank you, Lord Jesus, for all that we have received through your ministry and your work. We ask that you help us grow our faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So let's cover planks in our eyes as we are led by the inspired teaching of the Holy Spirit today. See, embedded in our belief in God the Father in Christ Jesus is our desire to be accepted. To stand before God without fault and blameless and seen as a righteous belief. In coming to know Christ, we had to acknowledge that our, our lives were destined for destruction, full of sin and without God. Many things blocked our ability to see, to receive, to, to hear from God. When we receive the Lord, he removed a plate from our eyes so we can see and hear and receive the love of God. All the planks was not removed, but, but enough for us to believe and have faith in the Lord. And we must continue to work on our salvation so all the planks are uh, uncovered so our eyes can see and we can see clearly so we don't blame others when issues arise in our life. We must learn God's love and understand that Christ is going to reveal all our faults. We cannot call ourselves a mature child of God when there are planks covering our eyes. See, we got to be able to see clearly to know that we're doing God's will. And though we say we have God's love in us, we spend many of our days plotting harm against others. Uh, seeking revenge and attacking others. Though we say we walk upright before God, many times we accuse others of doing us wrong for no reason. We accuse others and we curse them and we, but we, we find no fault in anything we say or do. See, we take delight in participating in lifestyles that leads to sin and violence. We love to watch TV shows and listen to music that draws our attention to sex and violence. The Lord is going to bring wrath on the house of the wicked. We better make sure our, our house is in order and there's no fault in us. See, God's word teaches us to, to, to do away with oppression, to, to do away with the pointing of fingers, to do away with the malicious talk. For us to spend our 
time taking care of the widows and the poor and the hungry. So our light rises out of darkness and our night become like noonday. The Lord says if we are a faithful, responsible, and trustworthy, others will find no fault in us. They will not find anything to criticize or condemn us for. Though they try to blame us for many things, they'll find nothing, God says. And though the ministers and high officials came against Daniel, plotting against him, made up accusations against him, that because of his faithfulness to God, they could not prove anything. They could not find any fault in Daniel. See, and that's the way you and I have to be. See, we can learn from the book of Isaiah who, that we should point no fingers at someone. Try to pass no blame on someone else. We have to remember God held complaints against the priests and the prophets who spread falsehoods and caused God's people to stumble in the daylight. We have to grow in faith so God's find no fault in us. We must walk as Joshua who was accused by Satan but the Lord rebuked Satan because Joshua was a, a burning stick that was snatched from the fire. When we accuse, attack, and blame others and point fingers at us. See, when they do us this way, God will stand up for us. When we're right and faithful and walk like God is asking us to walk, no matter what they do, no matter what they accuse us of, God will stand up for us. If we walk in the ways of God and obey His requirements, He will take away our filthy clothes, take away our sin, and give us clean garments to wear. So we walk faithfully before Him, and He find that we are one of His loving child of God. We love the commandments of God. We love the ways of God. We must not judge others. We must not blame others. So we're blameless in God's sight. We cannot be the kind of person who walks. You know, this hard life, uh, see, who works to and find a fault in others, but, but see not, no fault in themselves. Uh, don't see any planks in their eyes. We can't be this way. All have sinned, God says. Go with me to Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 to 2. The Lord wants us to change. We cannot be self-righteous, only seeing fault in others, but not ourselves. Matthew chapter 7 verses 1 to 2 says, Do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. With the same measure you use, you will be measured too. You must take this to heart. Christ was accused of doing wrong. Religious teachers look for reason to prove fault in Christ. But he was breaking the Sabbath. Christ lived and walked without sin, faultless and blameless before God. See, when the Pharisees' teachers caught a woman in adultery, they made her stand before the whole crowd. They quoted the law of Moses and asked Christ what he had to say about the matter. See, Christ knew their hearts. He knew what was in them. Christ bent down and wrote on the ground with his finger. They they continued to question Christ, and he straightened up and said, If anyone is without sin, let him be the first to throw a stone at her. 
See, though others may point fingers and blame us for many things, we must live good lives among them. And though they may accuse us of doing wrong, we must abstain from doing what wars against our soul. See, the Lord will see our, our good deeds and forgive us when we acknowledge and confess and repent of our sins. The Lord will condemn us, commend us, and, and, and see us as a, as a faithful servant when we overcome our faults. He will help us remove the planks that's blocking our eyes because we confess our sins to God. See, if we cannot see the planks that's covered our eyes, our eyes are shut and our heads are covered up, the Lord says. And though we have God's word, we're unable to apply it. God's word is nothing but words to us. The Lord is far away. Though we claim and declare, he's watching over us. The planks of religion blinds us. See, the planks of riches makes us unable to see. The, the planks of greed ensures we won't walk in truth. It blinds us. These plates is covering our eyes and we're not seeing the word of God clearly. We're not hearing the word of God clearly. We're not receiving the word of God clearly. When God's word and Son and Spirit cannot inspire us to remove the plates from our eyes, we will be the kind of believer that cannot come near to God. We only approach God with our mouth, but our hearts are far away from when there's a plank covering our eyes, we'll not be able to perceive the goodness of God. We'll be astonished by wonders upon wonders. The wisdom of the wise will perish. The intelligence of the intelligent will vanish. And we will not comprehend God's will because there's a plank covering our eyes. We're not receiving what God wants us to receive. Lord, help us. Because the planks are blocking our sight, though. Lord leads the blind by the ways not known. Along unfamiliar paths, he guides them. Even though we have plates coming to our eyes, the Lord does not forsake us. He, he still wants us to overcome our sins, to receive salvation, so we can see and mature in him. See, Christ asks us the question. Why do we look at the speck in our other's eyes and we don't see the plank in our own eyes? See, we must remove the place that cover our eyes so we can see and help others remove the speck that's in their eyes. Go with me to Matthew chapter 7, verses 3 to 5. We must be able to see the issue within us before we can help someone else see the issue in them. Change must start with us. Matthew chapter 7, verses 3 to 5 says, Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eyes and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when all the time there's a, a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye. Then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. We must understand the disadvantage we're in when there's a plank covering our eyes. Satan, who is a god of this world, is able to blind the minds of those who cannot see clearly. They are not able to see the glorious light of God's good news. They cannot see the path that leads to Christ's glorious light for us to walk in. Lord, help us. We need you, Lord Jesus. We need you, Father God. 
We cannot see, Lord. See, the problem with having a plate covering our eyes is we, we was, we're stumbling so many ways. We believe there, there's no fault in us that we are, are perfect in all our ways. Able to keep our whole body in check. But, see, if we are honest about who we are and what we do, we know this is not true. Something is blocking us from seeing clearly, from hearing correctly, and keeping us from walking in God's word in ways as we should. We can determine if there are plates coming our eyes based on God's word. So we receive the good news that Christ has made a way for the plates to be removed. See, if we always do good, Lord, help us. If we seek God's knowledge, if we are self-controlled, if we persevere, if we seek godliness, if we are kind, if we have God's love in our hearts, we can ask Christ to help us rid ourselves of all the plates, all the specks, all the sawdust, so we can see clearly and obey the Lord. So if we do not remove the place from our eyes, we will miss the qualities of Christ, our walk will be hampered and we'll continue to point fingers and blame others for our own problems. We still have some form of blindness and nearsightedness because we don't believe everything God says is true. Christ knows that there are a plank still covering our eyes and he's willing to reveal them to us if we can receive it. He knows us. Whether we are cold or hot, the, the plates in our eyes will have us thinking that we're acquired wealth as a meaning as a mean for us to escape this thing. That it's a means to, to hide our thoughts that, that we are think of ourselves as righteous and blameless. But riches can only cause us to cover up, to hide. They cannot remove the plates that cover our eyes. They, they only help us to cover them up. See, neither can religion remove place from our eyes. Religion will have us chasing after prosperity to hide the planks we've got. Christ spoke about the church of Lucidia, though they acquired wealth, they did not realize the place was blocking their sight. See, a crown of riches blinded them even more. They did not realize that they were still wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. Christ offers us true riches that removes our shame, heals our soul so we can see, see, obey, and be faithful to God. See, God the Father in Christ Jesus is calling for us to remove the planks from our eyes. So the word of God says that, that no one, mm, no one can come to the Father without Christ Jesus. And that God calls us not just once, not just twice, but three times to get us to turn our souls from the pit. The person who receives redemption from the Lord says they have sinned. They, they have perverted righteousness and, they, and, and have not received what they deserve from God. They confess their sin, so there's no fault in them. There's no place that cover their eyes, so there's no shame in what they do. Get the place we rule was ask the Lord to help us from unwillful sin and desires to rule over us so we can 
can be blameless and innocent from transgressions. We repent and confess our sins so the word of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts are pleasing in sight of God. We repent and turn to Christ so our sins are white clean, a, a time where refreshing comes our way from the Lord. We enter into a, a fellowship with Christ, into a faithfulness, into his ministry, so we're faithful to God. See, the Lord will keep us strong to the end, so we're blameless on the day of his return. See, we have to live in a way that no one stumbles because of us, because of our teaching, because of what we share about God the Father in Christ Jesus. No one will be able to find fault in our ministry, the work we do in the Lord, or any of our teachers and preaching. In everything, in every way, we show that we are, are ministers of God in Christ Jesus. Help us, Lord. See, God called us to Christ before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in His sight. He protested us to be adopted sons and daughters in Christ Jesus according to His pleasure and will. And we must accept His call. We must become holy, God says, for he is holy. We must become blameless because he is blameless. God, through Christ, has provided a way for all of that blocks us from sin and, re and receiving from God is taken away. But we got to want it to be taken away. Go with me, Ephesians chapter 1, verses 4 to 6. Lord, help us. Help us remove the place from See, God has made a way for us to be blameless and flawless in Christ Jesus. Every plank, every speck must be removed so we can see, hear, and receive from the Lord and stay faithful to God. Ephesians chapter 1 verses 4 to 6 says, For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us to be adopted as sons through Christ Jesus in accordance with his pleasure and will. To the praise and glorious grace, to, to praise of his glorious grace, which he freely given us in the one he loves. So you have to make allowance for each other's fault, forgiving anyone who offends us. Remember, if we want the Lord to forgive us, we must forgive others. When our faults are forgiven, we must clothe ourselves with love, and which binds us together in perfect harmony and let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts. So we have to fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of eternal life when we are called when we confess our sins. We must keep ourselves without spot and, and blameless until the coming of Christ Jesus. This, this is our calling. But it's not easy. It's don't help us. Getting the plates removed from our eyes are not easy. Well, you know, there's different types and sizes of plates. You see, some are big, uh, some are medium size. See, some of them are specks, and then some of them are, are, are like sawdust. They're, they're small, where they just stay and, and hidden in our eyes and they keep us blind. See, but all of the planks have to be removed. See, all of them blinds us and keep us from seeing and receiving God's truth. See, we, we have to work to get the big ones 
We got to get work to get the big ones down to a plank. We got to get the plank down to a speck. We got to get the sawdust, the, the, the speck down to sawdust. See, and once it's sawdust, uh, see, then the, it's easy to be blown away, to be wiped away because God has taken us through this process of, of showing us our, the blocks in our eyes, uh, to working on us, to as we turn grass and confess our sins, that they become medium-sized plants until we start beginning to receive from the Lord. And then they work their way down to speck so we can actually be able to receive from God. And then they're down to sawdust so they can be blown away. See, it's a process. Christ removed the big plank just so we're able to see and hear anything from him. See, it helps us remove all these obstacles so we're able to stay free. See, if we don't recognize a plank in our eyes, we won't be much used to God. We'll get stuck in our faith. Christ helps us to get it all removed, every plank that blinds us, so we are blameless, faithful, obedient, without thought before God. So Christ is able to save those who come to God through him, who, who lives to intercede for See, Christ meets all of our needs. He's holy, blameless, pure, set apart from sinners, exalted in the heavens. See, if we learn to live our lives right in Christ Jesus, his blood washes all our faults, all of our sins, all of our shame away. He's able and willing to do it. See, Christ will keep us from falling and present us before the glorious Father in presence without fall and with great joy. And through Christ Jesus, all the planks are removed. All the sin is forgiven. All the faults are wiped away. So we can stand blameless in Christ, joined together in God's love, faithfully receiving from God. Glory to God. God's truth reveals everything. He knows every plank that is blocking our faith. Christ the Lord is, is, is the revealing light. It, it reveals every plank, every speck, every sawdust, everything that keeps us from receiving from God. But we gotta want it to be taken away. Thank you, Jesus. We were totally blind, Lord. <laughs> we could not see or receive anything from God. Our life was about us. The Lord made a way. He touched us and we felt God's call. Christ Jesus helped us so, to overcome the place that blind us. To do obedience to Christ, he removed every speck that kept us far away from him and the Father. Lord, it did not matter what plank or speck blinded us, you removed it. The plank of adultery was strong, but you removed it, Lord. The, the plank of immoral sexuality was controlled us, but you removed it, Lord. See, the, the plank of religion misled us, but you removed it, Lord. The, the plank of, of fear gripped us, but you removed it, Lord. See, Lord, the planks of lying, of doubt, of unfaithfulness, of disobedience, of blinded us. You removed them all, Lord Jesus. We're thankful for you. You helped us to see, to become blameless and without fault before God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Plains blinded us. We could not see. We could not receive, Lord. 
your love, your mercy, your grace, your forgiveness, your kindness set us free. You open our eyes so we can see, receive, grow, and walk by faith, Lord Jesus. We give you all the honor and all the glory, all the praise, Lord. I was blind, but now I see. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father God, for removing and working, God, no matter how long it takes, God. You removed it, God. You removed it all so we can receive it. We need to stand faithful now. From now on to your return, Christ Jesus, we need to stay in the goodness of God with our eyes uncovered, with our heads uncovered, so we can receive all that God has for us. I pray for this message on those We'll be blinded by the planks of this world and the place of Satan. When you cry out to God to Christ Jesus, and may every plank be removed. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. May God bless you and guide you today. In Jesus' name. Amen.